Our scripture passage this morning is John chapter 4, verses 7 through 16. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with the Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? You are, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I don't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband, and come back. This is the word of God for the people of God. Just so you know, we are not having communion this morning. In case you were wondering, we're not. Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? We've taken John chapter 4, the story of the woman at the well. We've broken it down into three words. Woman, water, and worship. Last week, we talked about the woman. We talked that and shared that Jesus meets us at our point of need. John chapter 4, verse 4. Jesus had to go to Samaria. Remember we talked about those two words? Had to. He was purposed. He was on assignment. It was as though a law had been given to him that he had to go to Samaria. Jesus meets us at our point of need. We also talked that Jesus knows you. We shared also that your past does not determine your value, does not determine your worth, It does not determine your ability to have impact. We also talked about our willingness to allow God into our present circumstances. Because when we do, then it shifts our day and our future. Today, water. Are you thirsty? We all get thirsty, don't we? We all get thirsty. At most times when we are, we reach for that drink that we want. Not that it's going to quench our thirst, but we reach for something that we want. No matter what situation we're in, no matter what circumstance we're in, oftentimes we'll, we'll think, you know, I, just, I need to get something to drink. Sometimes we may call it a comfort drink. 
meaning that we really aren't physically thirsty. We may be emotionally in need of comfort or counsel. We may be mentally worn out from the day or the decisions that we've had to make, and we're in need of some rest. So we reach for that which help us helps us get to that point mentally or emotionally. It's a habit. You go to the fridge, you stop by the McDonald's, whatever it is, we go there because it's not that we're thirsty, we just need something to help us process what we're going through. It's something that brings comfort. We plan for these things. We set our coffee pots in the morning, the night before. Actually, we set our coffee pots. We make sure that the timer is set, that everything is ready for when I come downstairs, I got my cup of coffee because that's what's going to wake me up. There are times when we may be heading into work or we have errands to run and we actually plan to leave our houses a little bit early so that we can stop and get a drink. Not that we're thirsty. It's just that McDonald's sweet tea is the most amazing We make special trips to the grocery store to get the drinks that we like to have around. But we all know with all of the planning, with all of the willingness that we have, our thirsts aren't quenched. Coffee in the morning. Who's guilty? Whoop! Me. McDonald's Coke. Hey, I found out something about McDonald's Coke. I've done a little research. Because, you know, when I go get a Coke at McDonald's, it's like the best. You know why? Because they make their straws bigger than other places. They do. So when the flavor hits your taste buds, it's like, man, is that a good Coke. It's not that it's a good Coke, you just got a whole lot more of it. And that's why, <laughs> it's the other reason why it goes down so fast. Because it's a bigger straw, so you're drinking a whole lot more, right? <clears throat> Diet Coke. I've known people in life that are just like, man, I just got to have a Diet Coke. And then it becomes their identifier. It's like if that person doesn't have a Diet Coke in there, I'm like, and your name is? I don't know who you are. Dr. Pepper, personal favorite, right beside the McDonald's sweet tea, which right now that looks wonderful, and I don't know why I filled my water glass up there. Or tea. Now, I could go around this room and actually probably have to get a couple six-foot tables to go, okay, so what's your favorite? But part of it is that we understand that we, none of these quench thirst. They don't. But we spend a lot of time drinking it and then trying to work off the calories, right? Or not. <laughs> or we say we do, or we've told somebody else in complete confidence that I'm supposed to start working out, but don't tell anybody else. But we get to this point of where we're just looking at these things, and we're like, you know what, it makes me feel comfortable. Or I'm going out, and I, like I said, I'm go we're going to run errands. So you know what? I'm going to swing by and get a McDonald's sweet tea, and that's going to make my errands go a whole lot better. Or I've had a tough day at work, and you come home, and you reach for whatever, what's in the fridge or whatever. And we're looking to something 
to satisfy our thirsts when really physically we're not thirsty at all. It's our emotions, it's our mental state, it's those type of things. And we think somehow we have logically determined in our heads that a sweet tea is going to make me a better person. Truth? Absolutely. What is this water that Jesus is talking about? What is this water? John 7, 37 and 39. On the last day of the feast, the Feast of Tabernacles, Jesus stood up and said with a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the Scriptures have said, streams of living water will flow within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. So why is it that we, in our time of difficulty, in stress or contemplation or concern, grab a Coke and not turn to the Spirit that lives within us? Part of it's habit. The other part is, you know how a Coke makes you feel, but we don't know how the Spirit can make us feel in the middle of those tough times. We don't. Because if we did, you wouldn't go get a Coke, and I would not spend my time and money on sweet tea. Now, if you can't tell, this has been one of the most convicting messages that I've had to live through. <laughs> But it's true. And you know what? If it's going to get convict me, then not only am I sharing my faults and my difficulties, but I'm also attesting to you and sharing with you that you know what? I'm turning to the water. Call it accountability. Call it what you want. But the truth of the matter is, I have had enough experience with the Holy Spirit moving in my life that, you know what, I have failed to turn it all over. And I'm going to. The Holy Spirit that lives within us is living water. Living water. That means the difficulty that you've had at work or something in and during your day and you're driving home, that's the well you should be drinking from. That's the well. More often than not, we do not, we don't, we don't understand how God just desires to just pour into us all the time. We're concerned about the situation that we're facing, and we don't realize and accept the fact that He's already in there. He's already in the situation. He already understands what you have faced. Not only that, He knows how to get out of where you are. You might be wondering how much water is he going to pour in there. It's only five gallons, right? That's my point. 
There's more than you know. There is more available to you than you would ever imagine. And it's consistent. And it's always there. It's always available. He's there for you all the time. And it is living water. Something that will quench your thirst. And not leave you thirsty. The Holy Spirit. That's the water that lives in you. John chapter 4, verse 13. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever, we could even put right there, whoever drinks of this Coke or this coffee or this Dr. Pepper or this whatever your favorite is, you will be thirsty again. Because oftentimes when you get to the bottom of your glass, your problem's still there. It is. It's still there. But Jesus said, Whoever drinks of the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. A spring of water welling up. That, that passage there in, in, the, in the Greek, it's talking about there that it is literally a well that rises to the top and overflows. There is a gushing. There is an outpouring. It is a constant flow. If you've ever been in a boat that's sinking and you're trying to bail it out and it just keeps sinking, that's the kind of water I'm talking about. It just keeps coming. Or if your kids have ever overflowed the bathtub. It just keeps coming. Where does this water come from? But that's it. It keeps Flowing, but it's flowing in you. Have you ever met a person that you get into their presence and there's just something about them that you're just like, man, I could just live in this all day. I love being around this person. They're so positive. They're so that in, in every characteristic and descriptor that you speak is godly. But you love to be around those people. You know what that is? The flow of living water welling up inside of them, getting you wet. That's what it is. But that's the description of what Jesus is saying here. He's saying that the Spirit that I place within you will well up. Now you have a choice. You either let it flow, or you try to shut the valve off. I have been guilty of shutting the valve off. But you don't have to. And the more it flows, the greater it flows. The water Jesus is talking about is the Spirit of God that has been placed in us when we accept Christ as our Savior. That deposit that the Apostle Paul talks about is the Spirit of God. It is the living water that's in you. So how do you get the Spirit flowing? How do you step into that point of, of quenching the thirsts that you have? Traditionally, I could stand up here and say, pray, read your Bible. All right, come back next week. Amen. We're finished. 
Let me tell you how. Okay? Oftentimes, we know the situations that we're in, right? And we want to be able to reach out to, to God and, and engage that Holy Spirit that lives within us. But, but we're really just not sure how to do that. Now, one of the best prayers you can ever pray is, God, help me. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, and I know many of us have done that, and that's great. But the thing, there's one thing that, that's happening that we need to take. We need to take the, we need to take the rhema word of God. Okay, that's the spirit. That's the, that's the spoken word of God. When, when God speaks into our lives or He communicates into our lives, that's the Holy Spirit moving. The Bible calls that rhema. That's a Greek word called rhema, and it's, it's the spoken word of God. Okay, that's one. The other is logos. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. That's logos. Okay, that's the written word of God. That's our Bibles. Okay, so those two come together, and that's the direction you go. You're not going to hear something, you're not going to get some kind of communication from God that's going to go against His word. You're not. So for us, it's like if we're going through a situation and stress is just weighing down on us, or things seem so chaotic, <clears throat> or you're frustrated, or you get angry. So what do you do? You can just go to look up on your computer. What does the Bible say about anger? Right? What does the Bible say about whatever you're dealing with? And then you go study. And then you study. It's one of the things, too, I was telling Julie earlier this morning that, um, and most of you know, I'm taking a class. And with, with all that I get to be involved with, things here at the church, things with the Fulcrum Center, things with people, just all the things that I get to do, unbelievably, over the last two months, I have read four books, will have written five papers, and I'm like, that's amazing. I can't believe I got all this done. So it's one of the things, what I'm saying is, that in studying and in learning, you need to dedicate yourself to it. Be intentional. Learn. Read your Bible. Start reading. I'd say John. Start reading with John. The book of John. And then the other things that come up and the struggles that we face, whether it's hurt, emotional pain, grief, all of these things, what does the Bible say about those? Well, I would be very hard-pressed to answer every one of your phone calls and say, oh, well, look at Zechariah, da-da-da-da. Look up Job, da-da-da-da-da. Look at... I don't know the Bible that well. But there's ways to find out about what you're dealing with. And when you engage what the Bible says about it, and you're listening to the Holy Spirit that lives within you, then you are drinking living water. Because guess what? I might get it wrong. And then it's like, oh, well, don't, you can't, we can't look at man. You can't. 
But there's foundations that God has given us in the spirit that lives within us, in the Bible that he's given us, that will lead us through. And it will give us the water that we need, what we're really thirsting for. There are others. Now, I say I would be hard-pressed to answer all your phone calls, and that is true. But, even as Jesus sent out disciples two by two in Scripture, there is connectivity, and there is accountability, and there are people whom God will connect us with that will help us move forward. There's a partner that God has for you to walk with you through all of this learning. Find that person. Ask them to be your accountability. So you have the Bible. You have an ability to to look up stuff, even if it's on your phone or on the computer or what, or ask somebody, what's a good passage for me in dealing with X? Prayer. Let God lead you. Connect with someone. You know what else? Listen to Christian music. Listen to Christian music. It's been more helpful to me in my walk. And I'm, share, and I'm just sharing. I'm sharing my walk. So it, was, it would, was difficult at a time in my life when I would be battling something to improve myself spiritually and to grow spiritually. Then I hop in my truck and I pop something else on the radio. And you know what? It's a totally different message than what I'm trying to learn. So, why would I put myself in conflict when I'm trying to grow? Why? Why would I fight through something that I don't need to? Again, it's a saturation. You know, what comes out in your ears comes out your mouth? It's true. So even in this process of allowing the Holy Spirit that's already in us to flow through us, there needs to be some change. And there's a mindset shift. And it's okay. It's okay. Does this mean that negative things are not going to happen? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have more testimonies over bad things happening to me or negative things happening to me and people watching me walk through those things and their life change because of it than ever. It's astounding to me how many bad things have happened in my life. But I understand that God trusts me. And He trusts you. Because there are tough things that happen. And you know what? It's okay. Because you have living water that flows through your life. Will you drink of it? Or will you reach for something that distracts you for a moment? I love this part, the last verse that we read this morning. 
Verse 16, chapter 4. Jesus said, Go, call your husband and come back. Do you know why that is such a beautiful verse to me? Jesus wasn't setting her up to try to catch her in a lie. Jesus loved the man she was with. And he wanted to share this with him too. Isn't that amazing? We never think about that man. We always think of him as the live-in, potentially sixth husband. And we disregard him. But that was not Jesus. You see, Jesus was sent there to the well to meet with her and him. Isn't that amazing? It's just astounding. And so much so that Jesus believed in this living water that he shared with her about. You know, she took off running, right? She took off running into town and she was telling, I met a man that told me everything that I ever did. He's the Messiah. Guess what she didn't have? She didn't have a church to go to. She didn't have a Bible study to enroll in that night. She didn't. You know what she had? The living water that he gave her. And that's that was her platform. That was who she was. That was her testimony. It, was, it is that powerful. The Spirit that lives in us is that powerful to maintain our relationship with Jesus Christ. And we have the Bible. And we have opportunities like this. And we have opportunities to study and to, and to read and to know and how to further activate and let that Spirit within us loose into the world around us into our world. We get to do that, church. The Spirit of God is the living water that lives within you. He is what we need, no matter what we face. He's faithful, He's dependable, and He is good. Father, Lord God, I thank you for this day that you've given us. And God, I thank you for this time. Lord, I pray that you bless us to understand what we have more than ever. And that we, God, are, are willing to pursue that and to learn that, to know that. And that our life may flow. That our life may flow. And Father, that those around us, that those around us will see you and that they will recognize their thirst and that they will drink from your well. Father, thank you for this day and for your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.